0: wherever I go, because I know where I'm going, that's for eternity. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 1 says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Think about that. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. There's a time for us to live. We ought to be living today, not just existing. We ought to have a purpose. Why are we still here? See, I believe that when God is finished with me, He'll take me home. So we looked at first life. There's a time for life. Still in Ecclesiastics. The third chapter in the second verse. Ecclesiastes, Chapter 3 and verse 2. There's a time to be born. Time to be born It's a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up that which is planted. And God works on a time schedule, but he's not limited by time. We've got to look at our life and what we are. God said in Psalms 51, verse 5, Psalms 51 and verse 5, when we look at that scripture, what do we see? Behold, I was shaped in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. So according to Psalms 51.5, I was born a sinner. Came from my mother's womb, speaking lies. But God gave me an opportunity that when I heard the word of God, I didn't hear the word of God Listen, I didn't hear the word of God because I was 30 years old or I had a college degree. That had nothing to do with me hearing the word of God. No man can hear the word of God unless God quickens them. And God won't quicken anybody unless they've heard the gospel. So being saved and what we preach, what we believe, it's important. But I'll be upfront and honest with you. I don't think there's ever been a time, and I've been in the ministry 50-some years, that I've seen as many uncaring people that profess to be saved that are in our churches today. We got to understand that behold, I was shaping in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceived me. Then after we were born, what did I do? I started lying to my mother and my parents right off, even when I was in the you, know, the little baby bed, the crib. If you you that have children, have you ever, that's all this, act like they're dying, man. You know, they need help. You go and re- rush into the bedroom and pick them up and the little lion thing starts smiling. You know, why did they do that? Because they were born a sinner. And the only reason that a baby goes to heaven, God has a special that he does not hold that baby accountable for their sins until they can know right from wrong. And where do you get that? Parents are failing because they're not bringing their children up in the church. They're failing because they're not bringing them up in the right kind of church. But still in the book of Psalms, God said in Psalms 58 and verse 3. Psalms 58 and verse 3. Now, when we read this verse, when we read Psalms 58 and verse 3, what do we see? The wicked are estranged from the womb. They go astray as soon as they be born speaking lies. I mean, that's, we don't like to think about it, but if you'd only get a jest of what I'm trying to teach tonight, you know, that baby cries. Man is, hurry up, Tony. Hurry up, door. A baby needs help. And as soon as you turn the light on, it's giggling and laughing. Why? Because it's a little sinner. And I had a woman leave a Hebron because I preached that. She said, that, that's ridiculous. The baby don't isn't a sinner. He don't practice sin. Well, that ain't what God said. God said he came from his mother's womb speaking lies. What lies? Saying he was hurt when he wasn't. Wanted merely attention. But we don't know whether they child is really hurting or are they just following their nature? So we run to check on it. We don't know when somebody walks down the aisle and says, Jesus Christ save me. But when that person comes down the aisle and say they are saved, they want to be a member of this church and then the very next Sunday you see them doing things they shouldn't be doing. What did they do? I'm just an old country boy. They lied. I'm not saying that a saved person won't do wrong, and we got to be taught. We got to be taught. And when Mom sent us to get our own poplar switch, you know. Get all these little poplar trees above the house and, and you might as well get a in one because if you didn't, you, you're going back up there. Well, that's exactly what God does. If you can sin, if you can be disobedient to the Word of God as a way of life and God doesn't chase you, you better check your spiritual attempts because God said in the book of Hebrews, I chasten those that I love. Amen. So, we see very clearly, you know, the wicked are estranged from their womb; They go astray as soon as they are born. Then in the book of Job, you know, we're going to let you use your Bible tonight. When we go into the book of Job chapter 14 notice with me. The 14th chapter of Job in the 5th verse God said seeing his days are determined the number of his months are with thee Thou hast appointed his bounds that he cannot pass. So when I preach and when I talk to you and we're discussing you know was they born premature you may think so I don't and the Bible don't teach it God knows when I was going to be born God knows when I'm going to leave here isn't that what that verse hints at and we can get into the whole teaching of it but when you look at Job 14 and verse 5 seeing his days are determined, the number of his months are with thee. Thou hast appointed his bounds that he cannot pass. <laughs> I don't care how healthy you are, how many volumes you take, how many miles you can run. When your time is up, you're leaving here. True. So the reason that's so important, if we're going to be a witness to those we love, we got to do it today because you may be somewhere tomorrow you die, you either going to be in heaven or you're going to be in hell instantaneously. When my wife died in my arms and we called wire down here to come get the body, she was dead long before wire got there, before the corner got there, and she died right on time. So that behooves us to use our allotted time to tell others about Christ because whatever money I've got, if I die tonight, it's no good to me. I can't buy nothing. I can't have nothing. You know, so got to, you, know, you know, this isn't in the sermon, but, you know, <laughs> If I die tonight, I don't want some judge telling me where my money ought to go to if I had any or if I have any. He didn't work for my labor. You got to do that before you die. It makes sense, doesn't it? Well, you got to get saved before you die or you're going to hell when you die. Let's turn back to Job 7. Job, the seventh chapter. When we look at this chapter and we see the seventh chapter of Job, verse 6. My days are swift, swifter than a weaver's shallow and are spent without hope. You know, how many times, I'm sure I'm not the only one in here, I'm going to do that tomorrow. Tomorrow comes, and I'm going to do that next week. I'm going to start praying every day. You know. Bible teaches us if we're right with God that we crave the word of God more than we do our daily food. I haven't met very many people like that. I can't look at their heart. But God said, My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle and are spent without hope. Then back in Job 14, where we just left, God said in verse 1, man that is born a woman is a few days and full of trouble. Every one of us here, these young boys, you know, they're only waiting to get a certain age, though so they and you know, full-time work and have the hot rods and all that. This is normal. But neither one of them know when God is going to say your number. They were born right on time. He said, oh, don't you? Yeah, I, I remember. I, they had them in a little, a little. The tib, you know, like you know, chickens, you know, when the chickens, you got to put them in that. You know, to help them out. Yeah. I'm sorry, I've seen you. But they didn't stay there, did they? God blessed them. God blessed the mom and dad. God answered the prayers of their pastor and the church. But all of our prayers is not going to keep you alive one minute longer than your appointed time. And I'm amazed at how many preachers that ever conference, you know, I try to probe them and they probe me, and and I always like to see the reaction to do, do you know. Do you believe that exercise and eating right is going to make you live longer? Hey, Amen. I sure do, brother. You know, that's why I watch I watch what I eat and I watch what I drink. I do too. I don't eat, I don't put nothing in my mouth. I, I ain't seen it i watch it, And I know how serious it is. But let me tell you, healthy people die on time. Sick people die on time. Why do you want to be well? Should be if you're saved so you have strength, ability to tell somebody else as God opens the door how to be saved. And next, there's a time for death. You know, in He the Ecclesiastics, You know, we're back in the third chapter and the second verse again. And we said, starting out, it's a time for life. It's a time to be born. It's also a time to die. And I don't ask you to to drape with me. I just said, hey, if you if you ever want to sit down with me on this. God knows when you're going to be born. God knows when you're going to die. And you ain't going to be born early. You're not going to be born late. You're born right on time. And I understand the doctors. I understand the scale. God said, there's a time to be born. There's a time to die. Our job is to make sure we're ready. You know, I had a, preacher tell me, well, I believe that's what the judgment seat is for. You know, we'll get an opportunity to, if I mistreated a brother that I can make it right at the judgment seat. I said, what moon? What star did you come from? Brother, when God takes my life breath, me trying to make something right is gone. So while we are living we make things right, If there's anything that we doubt, you know, I'd rather take somebody and say, "Well, you know, I didn't think he'd do that." I'd rather surprise you than stand before God at the judgment seat and live the lie. Everybody, God knows not only what you're doing; He knows what you're thinking. I mean, that's what Hebrews 9.27 says, and it's appointed unto man once to die. That's not bad if you're saved. I'm, I'm telling you that at nursing home I was in yesterday, I bet you there's, I, I don't know how many people there, I don't know the tradition of them, but, but uh, you know, there are probably some of them that's saying, this is not life. I'm just existing. Lord, come and get me. I only visit them. (laughs) That's one of my prayers. Lord, when I just just saw I can take myself, take care of myself, please take me home. Get me out of here. You understand that thinking? You understand what I'm saying, Steve? Because you are talking about a family, you know. If, if you want to, Charles, I think when a woman has a, a, a miscarriage, that's a soul. I think all miscarriages they go to heaven. So people say, I'm one of twelve. No, not really. I'm one of 16 because I've got two little brothers that died. One of them was less than a year, one was over a year, and then my mom had two miscarriages. Those were human beings that God chose not to let them develop. And no, I'm not one of those. If you are, you know, you know, if, if you find comfort in what I'm g- going to say, uh, I don't. You know, I can't. <laughs> you know, you know, I love my wife more than I love myself, but there will, she will not be my wife in glory, and I'll not be her husband in glory. said, I can hear a sermon on that. I'd be glad to preach it for you. You have time tonight? You know. I love those songs, you know. I'll be waiting under the oak trees that's waiting for you. No, 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 no. Uh, no. We only want to see one person, and that's Jesus Christ. You can't find a scripture where there's marriage in heaven, no husband, no wife. We're all glorified saints. He said, well, I don't know if I want to go there. I wouldn't worry about that statement. I'd worry about if I'm saved or not. Because every saved man woman, boy and girl looking forward to glory. We don't want to die now, but when we do die, we want to make sure where we're going. If you want to wait till you get there to determine whether you're saved or lost, I can give you the answer now. God is not going to save you and not let you know it. I think I am. I might be. I was brought up in a good Christian home, you know, and all of that. You're not running for a chance to go to glory. If you're going to glory, Christ paid your sin there. That's why you're going. James chapter 4 and verse 14 says, Whereas ye know not what shall be on tomorrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeared for a little time and then vanishes away. tell you some days I feel like I'm still a young man you know and then I hit the floor you know and all of my dreams go back to reality you know my back start hurting and, and you know don't think clearly that tells me I'm not in glory You be around enough sick people, I'm not agreeing on, I'm not saying I'm for suicide, I'm not. The body don't belong to you, you don't have no right to kill it. That's my personal belief. I belong to the Lord. I don't belong to me. What I have belongs to God. But God said in the book of Proverbs, In the book of Proverbs, chapter 27, Proverbs 27 and verse 1, notice what God said here. He said in Proverbs 27, verse 1, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. You know, what do we do when we make reservations? I'm going to be able to go there. And that's what you do. But you got no guarantee. You know, I've had good men and I don't come down on them, but but you know, I'm healthy, brother Vance. You don't have to, you know, pray for somebody else. What? If you're healthy, why are you healthy? God's blessed you, that's why. And yes, it doesn't take away man's responsibility. You ought to try to get rest. You ought to try to get exercise. You ought to eat right. You know, two out of three ain't bad, is it? Y'all go home tonight. night. I wonder what he meant by that. God tells us in Romans chapter 5 and verse 12, Wherefore, as by one man's sin, that was Adam, entered into the world, and death by sin, and to death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. See, uh, and I was uh, talking to my little granddaughter on the phone today, you know, and I said, Charline, how old do you think I am? She said, really old. (laughs) And I said, "Charline, some days I feel really old. But it makes no difference whether you're old or whether you're young, whether you're in good health, whether you're in bad health. God knows when you're going to die, Steve. And you can beg and pray, Lord, give me one more day, give me one more hour, and and there's people that believe that God has done that, and I'm not taking that away from Maybe in God's plan he did, but I'm telling you, you're going to die exactly when God says your time's up. But you don't know when it is. You know, one thing that we do know if we believe the Bible, back in the book of Ecclesiastes again, chapter 12 and verse 7. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and verse 7. What God tells us here and this wonderful teaching. He tells us here in Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and verse 7, Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was And the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. We're talking about a saved man. Job, you know, Job 34 and verse 15 said, All flesh shall perish together, and men shall turn into dust. From dust you came from, from dust you shall go back. You made out of dust. When what God did? I mean, the first, just a little bit of dust, and Adam came. Said he shouldn't be alone, so he made Eve. There's a time for eternity, you know. John chapter 5 is probably most people's favorite book in the New Testament. But he tells us in the book of John and chapter 12. 12. Still in in John, but let's go back to John 5 first. John 5 first getting ahead of myself here in John the fifth chapter and the 28th verse God said marvel not at this for the hour is come in which all that are in the graves shall hear his voice and shall come forth they that have done good Unto the resurrection of life, they that have done evil, unto the resurrection of damnation. Now, a lot of people take that verse and they teach works for salvation. Salvation is a good work of the Lord. Man cannot save himself. Church membership won't save you. Baptism won't save you. Being good won't save you. It's the work of God. And what did he do? He sent his son to be the perfect sacrifice for man. Then we look at a couple of verses in Revelation when we're talking about a time for eternity, you know, And uh, he says in Revelation chapter 20, Revelation chapter 20, and verse 12, God said, Revelation. No. Let's go to Revelation 20. Revelation 20 and verse 12. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open, and another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. If you don't memorize any other verse in Revelation, that verse right there helped me when I first got started. What you do doesn't save you But what you do is an evidence that you're saved. Same way with marriage. I don't, I didn't take care of my wife to get her to love me. I take care of my wife because I love her. I serve God because I love him, not for him to save me. He already saved me. And he he tells us, the dead shall judge out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. Another thought, well, preacher, I'm lost. If I die right now, I'd go to hell. No big deal. I'm hell bound. I, I've accepted that. So what do you think happened, friend, when God cast you into that lake of fire? Oh, I'll just burn up. It's going to be rough for a minute or two, but then it's over. I said, would you mind showing me in the Bible? any bible you can't even find that in his over witness book so what you do and don't do you know and I know I'm, I'm I'm out there by myself almost sometime on that see I don't believe everybody saved is going to be in the bride if you're saved you're going to heaven but if everybody's in the bride, somebody need to tell me who are those that's going into that holy city where Jesus is at and in and out. Who are those people? Oh, they're Old Testament saints. Really? How come the Old Testament saints got raptured at the same time that the I got raptured. Now, you've got to understand that thousand-year millennial reign, people will still be saved still be judged our chances is over when he says come up hither and you're alive if you're lost you don't have a second chance but there's going to be a thousand year reign perfect peace no politicians up there brother But as soon as he let the old devil out of the pit, sin breaks out. So we see in Revelation, as we read here in verse twenty-one, and uh, you know, let's look at twenty-one eight. But the fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable and the murderers and the whoremongers, sorcerers, idolaters, all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone which is the second death. But what people are listening to all this new movement, you're going to be burned up. No. When you go to hell, you're going to be in that fire for eternity. So you tell me what on earth is worth that? What is so important to you while you're living that you would put before being with Christ throughout eternity? I believe I only have one more opportunity to to go through the book of Revelations and I am some people like it, some people don't but our end of time is close the end of time is close and if you don't study any other part, study those seven churches We're in the last one. In the book of Ecclesiastics, chapter 12, verse 13 and 14, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God, keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Now, why would he bring the good things I do to my attention? They were good. They just done the wrong time. What do you mean, preacher? You can't do good deeds and get rewarded for good deeds if God's already set certain times out for you to be where he's at. Our last point, a couple of points on there's hope. Second Corinthians chapter 5. I know we use a lot of scripture, but it's the only way I can do this, and I, I hope and, you know, it wouldn't bother me if, if all of you say, I'd like to have a, have a copy of that because this all came out of the Bible. It's, it ain't my thinking and not my thoughts. Second Corinthians chapter 5, God said here, Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 21, God said, For if he have made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. What a beautiful verse. Amen. For he hath made him to be sin for us. He took his only begotten son and let him take the punishment that I rightly should have taken. Now, you do think if he has died for me, but you think of all the millions that he's died for. He took all of that on that cross. No, man man cannot fathom what my Savior suffered on that cross. God said in Thessalonians 1, 9, and how ye turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God. That's what happens when God saves a man. He turns from his idols. I don't know, don't want to know who any of y'all are going to vote, but I won't vote for governor this year because we don't have nobody around We have two of the most miserable men Representing our state, I mean, they're making gambling is so simple that the kids on these iPhone. I mean, you can gamble on this iPhone. You never have to leave your house on anything. And you just mark that out. You know, no, I'm, I am not ashamed of it. I believe that. As we close, God said, testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. Our last scripture, our last thought in Isaiah 45, verse 22. Isaiah 45, verse 22. Isaiah said, look unto me and be ye saved all the ends of the earth for I am God and there is none else how many people have you talked to or have you I've talked to people said you know preacher I love you I really do I I think your intentions are, are great but you know man you know there's there's more than one way to go to heaven. No, there's not. We don't follow the Old Testament. So it shows the lack of knowledge. When the Bible came out, there wasn't Old and New Testament. It was one book. Amen. But if you study the New Testament, you will be quoting directly from the Old Testament in many places. This is God's book, not just New Testament, not just Old Testament, the whole Bible. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this.